All right, welcome back. JMP with you here on ESPN West Palm tonight. ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app or on your smart home device. Uh, it is always great uh, to talk about the Palm Beach Post, a uh, proud partnership that we have with the newspaper of record uh, and uh, online entity of record, uh, pbpost.com uh, in the Palm Beaches. And uh, you know this show, ESPN West Palm tonight, we focus on more than just sports. We focus on what's happening in the community and uh, excited that uh, each week uh, we're going to be talking to uh, some of the uh, biggest community news writers, uh, reporters, uh, and pivotal figures with the Palm Beach Post and tell you what's going on in the community. And joining us, uh, a fine reporter from the Palm Beach Post uh, who wrote a, a really interesting story uh, about uh, the system and uh, how it deals with homicides in this area. Uh, that kind of mirrors what's going on in society. Uh, it is Olivia Hitchcock. And uh, Olivia, first off, uh, appreciate the time. And I wanted to start with um, your story. Uh, after homicide system offers imperfect justice. Um, tell us how you guys came up with the idea and, and some of the research that went into it. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thanks for having me. Um, this started, I've been a crime reporter at the Palm Beach Post now for four plus years. And part of the job, of course, is covering homicides. Um, so we have been ma maintaining an online homicide database um, since 2009. It has homicides going back that far. And just poking around and adding to it day by day, um, my question kind of became, what is justice? What is justice after, after a homicide? Um, you see it on t-shirts and hashtags. Um, so yeah. often victims' families are saying that um, they want justice for their loved one. And so the question became, what is that? So I started um, by asking law enforcement judges, things like that. That was kind of the idea looking systemically at what the system views as justice. Um, but then it became clear that this is about the victim's families um, and what for them would be justice. And the answer is nothing. It, there is some sort of accountability when there is an arrest. Um, it's almost kind of, um, I guess you could say, giving credence to their pain and the hurt that they are feeling um, to them. It makes them feel like their, their loved one mattered um, and that the system cared about them and cared enough to do something, but nothing's going to bring them back. Is there, you know, when you deal with justice, I, I imagine, is there a subjective component to it, like you talked about with uh, you know, victims' families and their emotions, uh, but is there also kind of a, a quantitative um, way of defining justice or is it really just subjective? No, and that's something that we looked at in the project. It, we tried to quantify it as far as our cases open or closed. Um, so simply meaning have, have law enforcement um, decided that this case is closed, whether that be because a suspect died um, or they have made an arrest, whatever it may be. Um, and so that's kind of what the project dives into is the differences in open and closed rates. Um, and families would tell you, even if there is a life sentence, 
it doesn't, I mean, it's an imperfect justice, like the title suggests, um, but there is some sort of, it's showing that on a systemic level, people care. Um, and there was someone there who cared enough and was dedicated enough to go in and solve that crime. Uh, talking with Olivia Hitchcock, a uh, crime reporter for the Palm Beach Post, uh, O. Hitchcock uh, on Twitter. Um, so this is something that really uh, kind of stood out to me. Um, if you can expound, expound on it that, um, you know, that, that was mentioned in the article. Um, Though authorities closed homicide cases in Palm Beach County about as often as they did nationally, 60% of the time, fewer than half of cases with a black male victim were solved, uh, according to the investigation. Um, what goes into that and any sort of explanation? Yeah, so that was something that really stood out and particularly looking at homicides in West Palm Beach. Um, I mean, it's about 30% of homicides that um, in which a black male was killed have been closed um, in West Palm Beach, which is incredibly low um, looking at the national averages. And talking with um, Police Chief Frank Adderley, he said, you know, a large part of that is witnesses won't cooperate. Um, then you go and you talk to the people in those communities and they say, we don't trust the police. So from what I have seen and from my interviews, it, there is that community mistrust in police and that you can credit that to a large number of things. Um, but a lot of this, what we would chalk up as black on black crime, um, it's not being solved, not because they don't know who did it, but they're not making arrests because witnesses are afraid to come forward, whether mistrust of police, fear of retaliation, whatever it may be. Um, when you go back to the, the term of justice, mm -hmm. is it defined or the opinion different if you talk to somebody from law enforcement versus somebody that, you know, a victim family or someone in the African-American community? Yeah, so I spoke with a Palm Beach Gardens police detective um, who worked on a homicide case from back in 2009, pretty grisly case. Um, and she, I asked her that. I said, you know, it, the man who um, it killed Robert Harrison, he's spending life plus 15 years in prison for what he did. Um, and I asked her, is that justice for Robert? And she kind of paused and said, yes. But of course, it's not perfect. So right. I think even at the systemic level, they acknowledge that they're, it's not perfect. Um, but so often for families, particularly of Black males, um, where we see these lower closure rates, having an arrest is a big deal. Um, and it really shows, it, to them at least, that there, there was somebody who cared um, and that they're not forgotten by the system. So though, again, there's no perfect justice, um, just having kind of that systemic acknowledgement of what happened it does bring a lot of comfort for families. Based on who you've talked to, has there been any, whether it's, um, you know, meetings that have taken place um, or, or willingness, do, you know, when you go back to the divide, you know, and you talk about, victims, you know, maybe not wanting to talk to the police and, you know, the law enforcement or, you know, others saying the system's not perfect. Do they all kind of 
think of that as it is what it is, or is there a willingness to try to bridge the gap? And I know this is, you know, this is a huge question that goes on nationally, but, you know, within the community and the people that you talk to. No, absolutely. That's a great question. And that is something where, yes, there is this, there's this larger community voice rising saying enough. Um, And that's something if you look at the work that Ricky Aiken is doing in um, kind of the north end of West Palm Beach, in particular with his group Inner City Innovators, um, he is specifically reaching out to black males who are disproportionately either the victims of homicides or the perpetrators of homicides in that area. Um, And he is showing them a way out um, because so many of these homicides happen. I mean, you look at drugs or money, whatever it may be, um, there are obviously larger issues at play um, when we have homicides, particularly in these um, poor neighborhoods. And so he's showing these guys, he's a role model for them, showing them, hey, I'm a black male, I live here, this is my home. And there's another way, you don't need to be involved in the violence, the drugs, whatever it may be. Um, So yes, to answer your question, I think there absolutely is a larger push to say, this isn't, we're not just gonna let this be what it is, Um, we want to change. And you can see that in the police departments as well. Um, They have started a program called RECAP, Um, which the idea being they go into communities after a violent crime and are just a presence. And it's not, they're trying to kind of, I guess, make the police department less scary. Um, It's kind of a simple way to put it. So, yeah. Um, Olivia Hitchcock joining us, uh, reporter for the Palm Beach Post. And and I love how you you define on your Twitter page, uh, recording the worst of Palm Beach County's violence and the best of its humanity for uh, the PB Post. So is there something recently that comes to mind um, on the other side of the spectrum that is kind of the best of humanity that you know, you've been involved in or you have um, you know, reported on? Yeah, actually for one of the vignettes included in this project, um, there was a family, a Guatemalan family that lives in the north end of West Palm. And the story was about how This mother, um, since her husband was killed, she has struggled to feed the kids, to clothe them, I mean, just basic necessities. And so she has been so focused on that that she's not able to think about justice for her husband or an arrest. And the community outpouring has been incredible. Um, I heard from Eileen Joseph, she's a local immigration attorney, um, and there had been a GoFundMe page set up for Christina Ramirez and her family. People have called into the police department um, offering to pay her rent for a couple months. And that to me, it's, I mean, that's beautiful. That people see the pain and the hurt in their neighbors and they are doing something. Um, so yeah, definitely. There's there's a lot of good that comes out of this. Yeah, that's, that's certainly wonderful to hear. Well, Olivia, great work and very important conversation um, that needs to continue to be had and uh, just tremendous work. Uh, all around with the Palm Beach Post. And I appreciate you uh, you sharing a few minutes with us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks to Olivia Hitchcock. That'll do it for us here at ESPN West Palm tonight. Uh, I will be back with you tomorrow uh, with High School Hysteria. We're doing a special two-hour show as it's the first week of the high school season in the Treasure Coast and parts of Palm Beach County. So I'll be with you from 6 to 8. Coming up next, though, 
The Miami Hurricanes season opener against UAB. The De'Ara King, the Heisman push, starts next. <laughs> 